What happens when two strangers who love history meet online? They start a podcast, of course. Welcome to Muses of History. Women's history for busy people. We're your hosts, Taylor. And I'm Taya. And this is our very first episode. Ah! So excited. So excited. So to start us off, how did we meet? What happened? Interesting. Okay, so <laughs> first our backgrounds a little bit. Uh, I am on, we're both on t- TikTok and Instagram. I do women's history, all things women's history on TikTok. And on there, I met Taya. Taya, me. Yes. <laughs> we found each other asked, on TikTok. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where she asked me to be on her other podcast. What's that podcast name? Yes. For the love of history. Which I already followed. So I shameless. I, I already knew of her. It was not random. Well, no, it was random, but it wasn't a like other random. We, not a stranger, exactly. No, no, not at all. So, so besides podcasting and Instagramming mm-hmm. and TikToking, what what do we do? You can go first, Taylor. So I am a PhD candidate in an entomology program, which is the study of insects. So I work with honeybees, the European honeybee that we're all familiar with, uh, particularly particularly a pesticide, sorry, not pesticide, a parasite of, this, of the honeybee. <laughs> I'm too nervous. No, a parasite of the honeybee called, it's called Varroa destructor. So I am in entomology field working with honeybees. Um, I have a degree in, in biology and environmental science, and then I'll be finishing up this program within six months, hopefully. Um, but I do history, mm-hmm. women's history on the side to keep me sane and to take a break from when all I do <laughs> all day long. A break from mm-hmm. the bees. And as for me, I, by day, I am a fourth grade elementary school teacher at an international school and i live in japan and taylor is in texas right now so we are in two different days across many a time zone and it takes quite some fandangling to get this (laughs) to get us organized this may be the first podcast with people who have never met in person and do not live on the same continent (laughs) so we should call someone for that record. Does yeah? Does Guinness Book of World Records do they first? do that? Type Maybe of there's thing? like a we should call them. There might we be like a version that does like firsts. Whoever did that thing first, yeah, we should be in that book. We shouldn't have been that. We are the ones who did this yes. first. <laughs> so often we so might we... be filming at night for one person and in the morning for a different person, <laughs> which is an interesting. Exactly. Thing. Exactly. One might be drinking beer. The other will probably be drinking coffee. (laughs) So we decided one day after uh, Taylor came on to my podcast that we had some pretty good chemistry and we wanted to start a all women's podcast together. And from there, we decided that, yeah, this is something that we're going to do. We had the idea. We had the topics, but the name. The name was the thing that gave us the most trouble out of everything. So much trouble. We had all these different ideas that were great. And then we would go online to make sure someone had not already taken it. And they were all used in some way or another. And so then we <laughs> were um, Zooming. 
that's a, probably a verb now, um, to meet about yeah. getting yeah. this off the ground. And we were talking about muses somehow. I can't remember exactly. But then we thought, yeah. oh, who's the muse of history? Oh, her name is called. Yeah. First, is, is there, there one? I did history? not know that. <laughs> Never heard of her. Her name's right? Cleo, which makes me think of Cleopatra, but it's different. Yeah. Different person. And she's the Greek muse of history. Mm-hmm. And the name Cleo derives from the ancient Greek word Kaleo and means to proclaim, to make famous. And we thought that would be totally perfect for this podcast because we are trying to proclaim the names of these women who are lost in history or who history got their story wrong and it also means to make famous and we are trying to make these ladies famous so that's our podcast name i'm sure you all will love it (laughs) yeah (laughs) you will trust us trust us so who is our first person that we are going to proclaim and make famous yes our first person is someone who is misunderstood misunderstood misrepresented her name is Marie Antoinette. Ooh. Have you ever heard of her? I happen to really, really love Marie. I and I partly because I think like that time period is like all the paintings I think are really pretty. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a soft spot for Marie Antoinette. She is made out to be this terrible person, and she just was not. Mm-mm. But the story is is a, a not her whole life, but just a story about her or. Is she really involved in this story? We'll find out. It's called The Affair of the Necklace. Mm. So a little background. Marie's name, when she was born, she was born in November of 1775. She was born Maria Antonia Josefa Johanna. The longest name ever. <laughs> like a million names. <laughs> Why do you have so many names, Marie? <laughs> a lot of these royal people, like have a ton of names, and I don't understand. They have a why. ton of anyway. names, and they're all the same name. They are. I guess it's like if you have like a royal family and you're in charge, you want to keep that name in the people's heads because they know that's the person that's in charge. Exactly. That's what I think. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> that's my theory. So all, her sister and her all, her, all of her sisters and her mother all had the first name of Maria mm. or Marie. So they were often called by their middle name, mm-hmm. Antonia. Um, when she became the Dauphin or the Dauphine, of France, um, she, her, she was known as Marie Antoinette. Mm. So it kind of became like a Frenchified mm. version of her name. That's why we call her Marie Antoinette. Fun. You take that. You drink that wine, girl. Mm-hmm. You drink it. <laughs> <laughs> it's rosé, so it, it goes with the Ooh. theme. No. So <laughs> she she uh, married Louis XVI of France in May of 1770. So she became basically like the princess of France, like she was married to the heir to the throne. And in about four years later, 1774, she became the queen of French, France very young. Now, do you, was she loved by the French people? Do you know? Um, from what I have heard um, from pop culture is a, is a no. It's a, it's a hard no. They did not <laughs> like her. <laughs> exactly. No, she was very not liked. Uh, she was Austrian. There had been like a long time war for this period between Austria and, and France. Mm-hmm. And so it 
there was kind of some bad blood there. And her main job was to get pregnant and have kids. <gasps> it seems like every that's every queen's role, right? That's so terrible. Um, it took them like seven years to get pregnant mm. because it's likely that they just didn't understand what they were doing because they did not have sex ed in, in France at this time. <laughs> they just Which didn't like, know what was so going sad. on. <laughs> It's so, it's so sad that that ha- like someone had like the story is that her brother visited and he kind of explained it to her husband what to do. Oh, like, <laughs> so she did eventually have children. It just took her a long time, and so that did not help her reputation. Mm-hmm. Something else really hurt her reputation, mm-hmm. but she wasn't even involved mm-hmm. in it, and it was called the affair of the necklace. Oh, I'm so excited. So this took place around 17, 1784 to eighty five. And it was all around, you guessed it, a necklace, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. So this crazy, eccentric diamond necklace. It had all these, like, bands and all these things that hang down. Um, you'll hear reports of it, like, being worth, like, nowadays, like, $15 million. Oh, my like, god! crazy, eccentric. Jeez. So, I mean, imagine, I, it would have to be so heavy, also. Like, just side point. Yeah. Like, Di- there's so many diamonds. Is there a picture of so it? So it was actually it is, and I have it in our okay. Notes perfect, here. perfect. So you can that, a link. Yay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I wanna, so I want to see it first before we move on. Yeah. Go Let ahead. Let me get this visual in my brain. It's like it's very, it's a lot. And describe it to the people. Let me take a look. Yes, you describe it. Let me describe this situation. Oh my god! It's just like the file of the. Picture. That's huge. Yeah. That's ginormous. You'd have to like wear like. How do you even I mean, put that on? It's like a. It looks like a belt. I don't know. So okay, I think the back part goes behind your neck. <gasps> oh, so it's, like, so it's like hanging behind you, which like would mean you'd have to have a low cut. Dress, exactly. Right? Like so, it would hang so low. It looks like okay. It looks like tassels. Yeah, like tassels, really long tassels. There's like a V in the middle, and then like two tassels hanging off the point of the V, and then. Up to other tassels hanging off the outer points, and then all of these like scallop diamonds. These are huge ass diamonds. This is giant. Yeah. It's really cute though. Yeah. You can like wear it to like the grocery store <laughs> or like coffee with your yeah. friends. <laughs> Very casual. Super casual. So, it's an everyday. It is, it really is. So this necklace was originally made during the reign of Louis the Fifteenth, which was the grandpa of Lou, uh, Marie's. Uh, husband. Okay. And the story is that it was originally going to be made for his mistress, Madame du Barry. <gasps> um, but, but Louis the 15th died. Oh. <laughs> so then the, the jeweler was like, crap, what do I do with this crazy expensive <laughs> necklace? He thought, okay, well, who's the queen? I'll ask her. So he offered to sell it to Marie Antoinette, and she said, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And there's some stories that she turned it down because it was originally made for Madame du Barry, mm-hmm. and she ha- is kind of famous for really hating Madame du Barry. I'm not 100% sure if that's why she turned it down or just because it was, like, too much. But either way, she said no, and he that was not in a great position for this jeweler man. So this other lady, this scammer <gasps> named Jean de Lamont, Jean. had an idea. So apparently this one was woman was ascended from Henry II of France through some kind of illegitimate line. <gasps> Henry II was the husband of Catherine de Medici. 
So that's that's where mm-hmm. that person's that's that line. And so she, this woman, Jean, was having an affair with a cardinal, which I think <gasps> don't think that cardinals can no have relations. No, right? they definitely cannot. <laughs> but I mean the Catholic Church did some very shisty, shifty, mm-hmm. not so awesome things at this time. Well, throughout all of time, but <laughs> I don't know if like they really enforced that. It, you know, who I don't know if they really cared. Anyway, he was having an affair with this oh woman. Oh my gosh! His name, Cardinal De Rohan, I think it, I never heard it out loud, so I'm just gonna say Rohan. Rohan. He was not liked by Marie. Apparently, he said some mean things about her mom. <gasps> And so she did not like him. This is not the I'm very not sure what he godly said, but it man. It's been pretty bad. You're talking about having an affair when you're not supposed to. You talk about people's moms. Mm-hmm. Who is this man? Get out of here. I know. So basically, the cardinal was writing letters to Marie Antoinette, or he was thinking he she he was writing letters to her and thinking that she was responding, being really nice. Mm-hmm. But really, it was Jean. Like Jean was tricking him into thinking that Marie was talking to him. What? And it's been, yeah. Which is like weird because she was like in an affair with him but also scamming him. It's a strange situation. Um, <laughs> and apparently she had like signed, it was realized later that she was like signing these letters with the wrong name. Mm. And so that made it obvious later on like, oh, this isn't really her. But I, I guess at, the, at that time he didn't even see it because I think he was like excited that she was nice to him. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So he's like, oh, Marie is being so nice to me. And Marie, basically, Marie mm-hmm. is Jean, yeah. was like, oh, I really want this necklace, but Louis won't buy it for me, and I, I don't want to have to, like, you know, go through him, so I could you buy it for me, and I'll pay you back in, like, installments. And he's like, yeah, okay, that sounds great. And Jean even arranged this meeting between the Cardinal and uh, Marie. It, it was, like, a lookalike. <gasps> so there was a, pros- a prostitute. Mm-hmm who was apparently famous for looking like Marie mm-hmm, Antoinette. Mm-hmm. And she had hired this woman to play the part as Marie Antoinette to kind of convince the cardinal to go along with this plan. Okay. And and it, apparently this was like her thing that she did. Like she was famous for looking like mm-hmm. her. And it kind of reminds me of like some, I don't know what season, but like a, a scene from like Game of Thrones where like there's, they're in some brothel yeah. and there's like a woman who clearly is looking like Daenerys. Uh-huh. Like, she's yeah. dressed like her and has the <laughs> white hair. So it's, like, it, it reminds me of that a lot. Like, she does that. Very Which is, like, brony. that makes sense. If you look like a qu- the queen of, of the time, it would make sense. Yeah. So they even planned, they had that little meeting. So the cardinal ended up buying this crazy necklace from the jeweler. And he gave it to Jean because Jean had convinced him that she was, like, buddies with the queen. They, like, were on good terms. Mm-hmm. But they weren't. So Jean... Basically, and I believe her and her husband were behind both, were involved. And they basically had the necklace. They broke it up into different, like, sections or whatever and smuggled it out and sold it on the black market. And if you've, I don't know if you've seen Ocean's 8, the all-female cast of, like, the Ocean's movie. No. (laughs) Well, this is a spoiler. This is a spoiler. They basically, they steal a diamond necklace Uh and then they end up sneaking it out by, like, breaking it and putting it into different pieces of diamond oh. so it's it reminds me of that. they pulled a jean yeah exactly. <laughs> but they got away with it she did not so <laughs> so the cardinal eventually was like needed the money like he paid for yeah. it and then she was supposed to pay him an installment so she eventually had to go 
to the queen and was like, hey, like, are we, is this, can you get my money to me? And she was like, what the hell are you talking about? She had no idea. So I didn't say how, but she had no no idea what he was talking about. (laughs) Marie Antoinette was actually really big into cursing. (laughs) She was a potty mouth. (laughs) So... Eventually, the cardinal ended up being arrested, as did Jean, mm-hmm. though the cardinal ended up being acquitted oh. because it's, he was kind of just like the patsy. And yeah. like he, he was not the, the brains behind this. He got tricked. But Jean was also arrested mm-hmm. and they publicly whipped her and branded her. And I think <gasps> it, I believe it was like a V. And I think in French, there's whatever represents like thief, whatever word. Yeah, in France or French in, in France. Yeah, so I, <laughs> yeah, in France, in French. So, but she was branded. That's what happened to her. But how does this relate to Marie Antoinette? Yeah. Well, there were rumors afterwards that she actually was the mastermind <gasps> behind this whole thing. That she planned it all. She was the schemer. Blah blah blah. And this really hurt her reputation a lot. Oh my gosh. She had zero to do with this. She was just like in the background, like in her little field of flowers, like la la la, uh-huh. doing whatever. And then she's like, what the hell? I didn't do this crap. And then if people hate her even more oh now because of the affair of the necklace. <gasps> so it's a crazy story. That's bananas. And it didn't cause... Mm-hmm. It didn't cause the French Revolution. It didn't. It's not the only reason why she wasn't liked, but it really did not help the situation at all. No. And it's like all these things about her. She didn't even do this thing, you know. Oh my like gosh. she just she has a bad rap. Poor thing. during her time and afterwards. So that is the affair of the necklace. Oh my gosh. They. I just feel so bad for Marie and also Jean. What are you doing? How do you even, first of all, how did you find out about the diamond necklace? Second of all, how did this cardinal just not know? How did he think Marie Antoinette, the queen, was just casually sending him letters? Why would that be a thing? After he talked shit about her mom. That's not, that's not real life. Why would anybody do that? I know. Though, I do think that back then, they didn't have like Wikipedia, didn't have like pictures of them on you know, in tabloids. So I don't think everyone exactly knew what the royal people looked like necessarily. So I think, but he would have been like in the sphere. He wasn't like a peasant. Right. So I don't know if he had like seen her before. Oh, this woman that impersonated her just happened to look really similar. That is bananas. I would love to see what she looked like. Yeah, me too. I wonder how good she was at this. Um, (laughs) I'm sure that's like a fetish that she satisfied. Like people are like, really want to have sex with the queen but can't she like (laughs) took advantage of that that is incredible thank you so much taylor i feel so bad for marie antoinette but i'm happy that jean got her comeuppance (laughs) (laughs) so she was pretty clever you know like if he hadn't gone to her asking for the money maybe she would have gotten a win yeah maybe i don't know maybe but anyway that is the story of the affair and the necklace and how it kind of ruined Marie Antoinette's reputation. Poor Marie. 
Thank you so much for listening to our very first episode. We are so excited to bring you bite-sized stories of women's history every Tuesday. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform and share this episode with your history BFF. Join us next time when we talk about Artemisia, the Persian warrior queen. Bye! Bye.